It is episode 37 of Life's a Garden. We got a great guest today, but I want to start off this episode by giving a huge thank you to everyone that came out to our show this weekend at Craft Local. Thank you, everyone who is uh, just showing your support, and I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, it means everything to us. And if you missed this show, that's all right. We're going to have plenty more, so just come check us out at some point. And thank you very much to Craft Local for putting on the show. Go check out Craft Local on Montana Avenue. They got great beers, great Montana beers. There's always events going on, whether that's comedy or music. So give them a give them a check out. That's Craft Local. Now, today's guest is a grade school teacher. She's one of those mind molders for the youth. She is also married to one of my best friends which therefore makes her my best friend-in-law. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show the lovely Savannah Anderson. How's it going? Pretty good, how are you? Good. We also have Mac in studio, but he's off to the side. This is not about him. This is about Savannah today. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I think that's a good place to start, though, actually. Um, I'll ask you the same question I asked Mac. You just celebrated your first year of marriage, right? In September. So it's about a year and a half? Yep. Mm-hmm. What's the first year been like? Um, You know, Mac and I have lived together so long that it doesn't seem that different. Um, I don't know. I don't think there's too much different. It feels, I guess, more special because it's just more official. I'm, I talk with my hands. Oh, no, that's fine. (laughs) Um, it just feels more official. It feels really nice. I like the feeling of commitment and, but I guess when you find the right person, like you feel that before you're married anyway. So I guess it just feels it feels nice. It feels good. Right on. And you guys just bought a house? <laughs> yep. Just just bought a house in Warden. Nice. And uh, that's fun other than uh, how foggy it gets. Oh, really? Yeah. It reminds me of um, that episode of Scooby-Doo when like the fog's so thick you can cut like a donut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, like I feel like I'm in an episode of Scooby-Doo because it gets so foggy out That's there. so weird. I didn't know that. Yeah. So you'll... I mean, I'm sure if you come out a couple more times it'll it's pretty thick yeah it's a nice place it is yeah we love our house um it might be one of the nicer houses in warden not trying to toot our own horn or anything but it's there's not much out there so yeah we really like it Mm -hmm. so being married to mac i got one question (laughs) how do you deal with it (laughs) Uh, i couldn't do it he couldn't do it no (laughs) Now, I love the guy, and I, su- I assume you do, too. Yeah. <laughs> but the real... Let me ask you this. Let's just start off with a hot question. Okay. What don't you like about... <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm just... I'm, I'm not going to make it out him on the podcast. I guess... Yeah, I mean, I... I can tell you what I don't. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, you start. <laughs> let me see. Where's my list? No. Um, <laughs> it, like, unfolds. Yeah, this freaking scroll... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I will say one thing yeah. that irritates the hell out of me. When he doesn't respond to me via yeah. text or uh, phone call. Yeah, just nothing? Yeah. <laughs> Drives me nuts. Yeah. Is that like the main thing you're like, 
Probably. No response. I mean, that's there's not there's not a big list, honestly. But yeah, that is definitely top of my list. Yeah. When I'm like, hey, so are you coming tonight? Mm-hmm. No one message. So what's the plan? No message. <laughs> and then an hour before, I'm on my way. <laughs> He's such a boy, though. That's like very to the point. Very because uh, I'm I'm an over explainer in text. I don't know if you no- noticed that, mm. but I go over and the in top life. <laughs> and in life as I'm doing right now and Max the total opposite and I think that's why we work so well because we are so opposite. Um I obviously love more things about him than I don't. I would hope um, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, otherwise it definitely wouldn't work, but oh gosh, um I'd say the thing I like least Ooh, is... this is going to be good. I can't wait for this. <laughs> um, I don't like that he's super impatient um, with almost everything. Like, for instance, when we're driving, and I'm sure you've seen this, as soon as we hit a red light, like, one second after it's red, he's like, oh, my gosh! Yep. <laughs> like, I always said that. I was like, babe, it's okay. Everything's going to be okay. So it's probably him being impatient. And again, I'm the total opposite. So we meet in the middle and... So when you're just... driving, he's like, are you going to get mad that he's not going yet? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I think I'm a pretty bad driver. So oh. I think that <laughs> he, gets, um, he gets irritated when I'm driving too. So it's a... See, when you know, in that situation, I like to just poke the bear a little more and be like just make it more and more aggressive so it's like yeah fuck that guy yeah just team up with it <laughs> it is funny to watch him get mad um, oh absolutely yeah it, it, it can be entertaining for sure like because he gets so into it but yeah can i say one thing that i really really like about you versus him sure <laughs> okay you genuinely enjoy going out and have and like doing stuff mm-hmm. whereas he has <laughs> become a very much of a homebody yeah he so you being married is. to him helps getting him out of the house and i like that yeah sometimes <laughs> we <When> both <laughs> we both can um i think that's one thing that changed a lot when we got married is we both just became more homebodies mm. um that, ha- that tends to happen yeah so that's that's typical we're as um i don't know we're just more comfortable mm-hmm. just being at home um and i don't go out really i don't go do much either also because we're clear out of town um but yeah he's definitely more of a homebody than me he's got his video games um and he's like that's socialized time for him because he can talk to his friends and so it's he's still socializing but it's not it's not the same I guess and I think his um socializing cap because everyone has that cap you know where they 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 hit it and they're done they don't want to be around people they don't want to be nice anymore and his is much lower than mine Mm. like mine is like pretty high and then his is like (laughs) way down here for sure so and he doesn't hide it either it does make sense as far as like you guys living out of town that you don't want to go out as much anymore i can get that right yeah but (laughs) i love going out and you know i don't know i'm starting to run out of people to go out with yeah yeah i mean i I, gosh like we kind of just got over there's only so many places in Billings mm-hmm. and there's only so much to see. So especially with COVID, I just feel like all the things we really enjoyed kind of got ruined with COVID and not that we forgot about it, but we were like, mm, I guess we just don't, don't need to 
go do it as much anymore. We got used to just sitting at home and doing nothing. Right. And now we're pretty content with it. I don't know. I almost feel more socially awkward now because I didn't hang out with anyone for months. And now trying to talk to people, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is how it's supposed to be. This is normal. So that's kind of been hard too, just getting back in the swing of socializing and making plans. And right. And we got used to not doing that at all. So I don't know if that's how you feel. Like when not you at all. couldn't go out and do no. Oh, I <laughs> like, went out as much as I possibly like any chance I could. There was right. a, a period of time there where I kind of dialed it back and right. Just nothing was open. There was that point that nothing was open. That's true. When everything shut down and then. Yeah, even when things started to open back up a little bit, like we still didn't go do anything. But again, I'm not upset with it. I'm I'm a homebody too most of the time. I think just when we're out, I try to put on more of a show than Mac does. Like I try to seem more excited that I'm there, and well, he I doesn't. <laughs> I think you. I feel like you genuinely are. Yeah. And one thing I always have noticed as well is you're very good at like when when it's party time. You're like very like over the top over as, as like <laughs> over not, party? here no 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 here, here's my example mm-hmm. when like theme party wise oh like yeah. you will go mm-hmm. full out and like it'll be right you know just the best theme party yeah. that you ever seen like i'm yeah. i guess more what i meant is if you're like putting on the party oh yeah that makes yeah no i guess when when i do something i want to do it to the uh, fullest extent. Yeah. That's yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. If I'm, I think that's with a lot of things. Like if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it all the way. I'm not gonna. Which I like. Yeah. I so that's like I love doing those parties. Like I love throwing people surprise parties and like the '90s party. And gosh, I don't know. I've loved all the Halloween parties. Mm-hmm. I, do you have a favorite? Because you've been to pretty much all of them. I think. Yeah. Well, not all of. I'd probably. I probably majority. A few. I liked. I, I really liked that. Uh, nine. Was it '90s themed? '90s. Yep. That, that was one. a lot of fun. That one was for Beth's birthday, and I think when she turned twenty-five. Yep. Mm-hmm. I would say all the all the Halloween parties are good. Don't let me forget we got to talk about the Halloween in Denver. Okay. But we'll we'll save that. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just say it now. Is it come back? To <laughs> let's tell the the Halloween Denver story. Okay. Yeah. Which just like from the start or which part? Just. Whichever parts you remember, because... Oh, yeah, I mean, we did, uh, we all kind of, I mean, the unlimited bar, that was, honestly, that's the most fun I've ever had, other than house parties, like, because I have a ton of fun throwing theme parties, but that party is the most fun I've ever had where, like, I had to pay to get yeah. in. Yeah. Like, you know, because usually in Billings, honestly, it sucks, because it's just, they don't put as much effort into it. And I've never been to the ones here. It's not worth it. Mac Mac and I tried to go to, um, it was called, it might have been Booty Bash or something. Yeah. Something stupid. And I think it was like 40 bucks a person. And like. And they they raved it up. They're like, we're going to have this and this and this. And we get there and we were excited and we get there and it was, everyone was just standing around. Hmm. It, It was one big room. It just wasn't, it wasn't Denver. Um. Oh yeah. That Denver one was so fun. Oh, it was so cool. Um. I loved how it was different levels because honestly, I my um, the bar was pretty low. I was like, we're going to go and it's going to be crappy music and we're going to have some drinks and go home. We get there and it has like, what was it? Three or four levels? Three, I think. Yeah. Three levels. Yeah. And um, the top one had like the um, 
the balcony and mm-hmm. stuff and there were like four different rooms playing different types of music so it wasn't like all rap or or all crap music like i think we hung out the most at was it like more the classic there was one? a live band yeah yeah it was a live band and gosh what kind of music was it i feel like it was kind of oldies yeah it was kind of like a rock, mix of just maybe? like rock classic rock and mm-hmm kind of just a a mix in that year every single girl other than like me and like one other person was harley quinn yep and we played the game of how many harley quinns are we gonna find this year that was funny it was like hmm, i think we got like at least 20 it was yeah it was over 20 it was it was a lot um gosh so what were you for that halloween was it what was i was the disturbed guy which was stupid because it was cold and i was half naked yeah like basically not wearing a shirt and my costume consisted of wearing a mask which i hate because it just i never wear it so it ruins the costume it's like if you're not gonna wear the mask then what's the point that's true i could think of a hundred different costumes i would have rather wore at that because because of just how it was yeah yeah that's okay i mean I kind of wish we would have done something else, but I mean, that's still, I think, one of Mac's favorite costumes. It was a good one. Yeah, no, and uh, your dad dressed up with us too, so. As himself? <laughs> yes. Like, I didn't even realize, like, we matched until we, like, got there. I was like, oh, hey, we're all in the biker gang. I was like, right. this is perfect. And I was the only, like, one that wasn't. Yeah, no, you were the you were the odd man out, so. <laughs> well, it was a lot of fun. And then it at was, the yeah. end of the night... Yeah. Do you recall this? Uh, probably, uh, if it has to do with Mac, then... Well, uh, more of what you said to me. Oh, yeah, well, I remember we were um, we were on the street, we were at, like, an intersection, and we couldn't get a ride home because uh, it was probably, I don't know, the it was overpacked, like, everyone was trying to get home. This was before Uber. Yeah, this was before, which it was, which is crazy to think. I feel like Uber's been around forever, but yeah. it hasn't. And so we couldn't get a taxi. We had no way to get home. It was freezing. What was it? Two in the morning? Something like that. It yeah. was crazy. And we had to late. be up for a football game. The yes, next day. And we were all wasted. And some guy dressed as what was he? The Mad Hatter. The Mad Hatter. The yeah. Mad Hatter comes up to Mac and is just like started talking about a small town in Montana. He starts just small talking and Max just like that's not a town in Montana and they started arguing and Max just like you're a phony and he started calling the mad hatter a phony and I looked over at him while still I'm, wearing the wig. Yeah, I was so yeah, I was like you got to get me out of here Dakota. Yes. <laughs> I'll never forget that. You turn you were like you knew he was a lost cause and you just please get me we got to get out of here. In whatever way possible, I was just like, I just remember feeling like, okay, I got to do this for Savannah. I just stuck my hand out in the road and some like limo company picked us up and Mac the whole time driving back is like, we can't trust these guys. (laughs) They told us in in New York that these guys are bad news. They're going to overcharge us. I was like, I don't give a fuck. I just want to go home. We need to get out of here. Yeah, let me go home. It was so funny. It was like, I knew Mac was just gone. He's like, you're a phony. And he said it like five times. I'll never forget it. I was like, Dakota, just get me out of here, please. Great time. Was that was that the same night that Mac was trying to climb the tower? The tower? I think so. Okay. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Because I think, yeah, we left the place and he was like, this is a cool tower. I'm going to go up it. And I'm like, I don't think we can go up in the tower, babe. He's, He's like, like, I'm going to climb gonna it climb like King it. Kong. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, at great. least he's a happy drunk. 
yeah, for the most part. For sure. Like, he gets, like, super loose. And, like, when we were at that party, I remember it was, like, 1, 1.30. It was like, we should probably get going. And Max, like, yeah, I agree. It's probably time to stop. And you and I were talking about something. And we turn, or, like, we turn around, and Mac has two new drinks in his hand, like, fresh. Two like, doubles. Two doubles. And I'm, I looked at him, and I, like, shook my head. I'm like, well, I thought we were going home. He's like, oh, it's last call. We yeah. have... <laughs> It's like, no, we were going to go. So, I don't know. Speaking so of drunk nights, <laughs> I r- distinctly remember one of yours, now that we're on the subject. Uh, we just celebrated the Super Bowl mm-hmm. at your new place. Five years ago was the most memorable Super Bowl for me. Super Bowl 50. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that Super Bowl at all? Oh, no. Because I don't think you do. <laughs> oh, no, not at all. I was man i was looking back at pictures and i'm like i don't remember taking this picture i don't remember like but you weren't necessarily drunk because you were no i wasn't no i um i got my wisdom teeth taken out literally the day or maybe it was two days prior and so i honestly didn't even want to go because i I was in pain and i was just out of it so Mm -hmm. but i took my medicine i was like oh i'm loopy i can go everything's fine and so i go and of course i invited my friends at the time Mm -hmm. so i would have felt bad like if they went and I didn't so I show up and I don't remember like I just remember like I remember my friends looking over at me and laughing like oh she's so faded yeah Yeah. and I think I might have even had like one drink too you had several jello shots (laughs) I remember you downing jello shots I was like I don't know if you I don't know if that's a good combo yeah so between whatever medicine I it was pretty heavy pain meds because for sure because yeah it was basically a surgery and i shouldn't have had anything but i'm like oh one one's not gonna hurt because honestly i don't think there's that much alcohol in a jello shot but depends on how you make them exactly and i think they might have made them pretty strong because i was completely just almost falling asleep and I think there was another guy there that was worse off than me, but I don't think he was on pain medicine. So, I mean, I don't yeah. think I was the worst. It was like passing out. Yeah. So I, I think it was that that guy and then me. So <laughs> it was it was funny to watch, nonetheless. Yeah. I also maybe I don't know that I've actually seen you get like overly drunk. I can't recall it. Like that was the only time I can think, but that was a combination of meds. Yeah. That doesn't I'm, really technically count. You're yeah. pretty good at, at, at uh, limiting yourself, I feel like. Usually, yeah. I mean, I feel like any time I have gone overboard, you've probably been overboard too. So maybe Chances we are, just, yeah. you're like, I didn't notice. And it's like, well, you were probably The Halloween night could have been too. up there. Yeah, maybe. This last one or the one, no, in, the one Denver? in Denver? Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I don't think I drank very much this last one. But yeah, the one in Denver, I think I did just because we weren't driving we were all hanging like i felt safe so yeah. yeah i was pretty but then i sobered up real quick when max started to like call that guy a phony i was like okay the, <laughs> focus the brights came on the was, high, high beams started coming yeah, on i was like we're gonna get kidnapped by this by mad his- hatter dude <laughs> like he's trying to traffic us what's going yeah we're like i was genuinely confused like why is this guy standing with us like he he did he wasn't with a friend i was gonna say did you come from the party and he's like nope <laughs> <laughs> no, this is just just how hanging, I am. Just hanging out downtown Denver, you know. <laughs> Get how it goes. me out of here. <laughs> when you're in a big city like that, it's hard to tell sometimes. That's true. I mean, they can dress like however they want, and we would honestly have no idea. Right. So, I mean, I've I've heard my friends say that they've seen some crazy things in big cities. Um, 
like trannies or yeah grown men in dresses and oh, that's whatever but you you wouldn't see that in billings montana right so every it's, it's always a little bit more bizarre just in the bigger cities yeah that's true because you get seen, all walks yeah, of life that's true i haven't seen anything super crazy though so i don't know if you have but mm, i don't know i'm sure i have yeah. nothing popping straight into my mind nothing but. that's like yes yeah. Vegas. Vegas is a yeah. a walking freak show. Yeah, I don't remember seeing too much craziness when we were there though. Like um like nothing that was just like that was terrible. I'm never gonna get that out of my, my brain. Right. I don't know if you remember seeing I remember seeing that goat guy. Goat guy. The guy with the uh, the goat legs walking around. I think he was dressed like Satan. If I'm not mistaken, it was I on Fremont. I don't think I remember. Were that. you there? Uh, we we. Oh, you didn't go we, to Fremont. Well, um, Natalie and I went to the Kesha Mclemore concert, so yeah. maybe that was when you guys did that. Which concert was kind of trash. Mclemore was good. Kesha's wasn't that good. That's right. That was that night. Yeah, because yeah, we separated like that whole night because of the concert so but there's always but, like dominatrix type people like taking pictures or like the yeah. thunder from down under that's well we did that natalie and i um got pictures with the um like the stripper guys on yeah. was it fremont mac what'd you think of that were you pretty happy with <laughs> oh the chi- yeah it was the chippendale guys and um i thought it would be funny because natalie was pregnant and she oh, was that's pretty right. pregnant too like she was you could tell she was and i was like this would be so funny like you know i just got engaged mm-hmm. natalie's pregnant like and then i honestly for sure thought the guys were gay like i was like it doesn't matter and mac was kind of mad he's like this is he's standing there like, <laughs> like oh you were standing there <laughs> yeah no he was there that's I, hilarious yeah i don't where were you for the I, probably wasted yeah <laughs> that fremont night was i i they hooked us up with some pretty strong drinks and had the best tacos of my life that night yeah <laughs> but that was a, that was a good time and actually that's uh so that kind of brings us full circle that was the night you or the time you got engaged mm-hmm. so let's fast forward from that to the wedding yeah like i want to hear from your perspective as the bride yeah the day of the wedding okay yeah so if i could give girls advice for just getting married in general it's it's what every girl pretty much tells each other is like don't have a big wedding don't stress about it just do something small or go on a trip and everyone tells you that and you always think like no that's not going to be me everything's going to go fine i want a big wedding and then it's a shit show it Mm. always is i've never been part of a wedding where it's not stressful granted mine felt the most stressful because i was right in it sure but i'm sure all my friends felt like mine was up there in stress too and not because like i'm a bridezilla because i wasn't no not at all mac we're both very laid back but everything i felt like everything that could go wrong went wrong and it was well the first thing that went wrong is we didn't get the date we wanted mm-hmm. we were gonna do it the first weekend in october and it ended up having to be at the end of September, which was on my sibling's birthday, which I already felt bad about. I don't know if you remember that. I didn't know that, actually. Yeah, so the twins um, were born on the day we got married, and I'm like, I felt so bad. I was like, this is the only weekend that's really going to work, and my parents didn't care, you know? For sure. Um, but we ended up getting them, like, a cake to eat 
at the wedding and stuff, and it was fine. But that I do was remember the first that. I, thing. I remember that part, yeah. and I, I guess I didn't put two and two together. Anyway. That's okay. Yeah, no, so their birthday is on our anniversary, and that, so that was the first thing. We didn't get the date, and I'm like, okay, it's fine. It's only a week apart. Like, what could go wrong? What could go wrong, Dakota? Yeah, well, <laughs> I know uh, what could go wrong. Yeah, and I'm, I just... So, um, you know, everyone worked so hard, especially Mac's mom, because my family couldn't really, like, my mom wasn't able to put in that much effort, sadly, and so it was mainly Mac's family helping us out, and it it just, the weather ruined it the most, because him and I always wanted to get married outside, Mm -hmm. and it literally was, I think it was a record-breaking storm, and, like, the most it's been in September ever from right. what I remember and it was it was on the news too like people well obviously it was on the news but um gosh it was just so stressful we had to move you guys had to move all the stuff and we had to rearrange the whole inside of the building and it was just I felt on I I think it almost upset Mac more than it upset me um probably because he's the one who had to move it all Hey, I was um, right there with him. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> I know. I'm sure it was, yeah. My, uh, I had a lot of people that didn't come. I think that was what hurt me most is I spent all this time and energy and money because I wanted my family to be there. Mm-hmm. And then they weren't there. Um, like my grandparents drove all the way there, which was awesome. And then they drove back like the day of the wedding. And I was like, what? Right. And, uh, and they had their reasons. So I get it, but. And a lot of people just didn't come, and I get it, but that's the gamble you take with having a big wedding. Things are going to go wrong. Like, yeah. Like with my best friend Beth, um, she had hers during COVID, and they weren't allowed. To, we weren't allowed to dance. Uh, she had to cut. Um, she had to tell about half her guests they couldn't come. Um, we weren't allowed to bring drink. Really, we could only drink their alcohol that they provided there. They weren't allowed to take any of their food home. Like you know in because of COVID, so i feel like every wedding has their issues and so every girl just take a step back and i think you should just go on a trip because so when you get married dakota in the future maybe we can convince <laughs> no you will <laughs> uh and maybe you don't yeah weddings are stressful maybe you don't want to get married we'll that's see. fine uh, maybe you guys, maybe we can convince her or you guys to just elope and we'll all go to Hawaii or something. Hey, that sounds fine. Yeah, that would be great. I'm, so much less stressful. I'm sure my mother would be very pleased with that. Yeah, she could come too. Right. It could be like eight of us. There you go. It'd be great. Um, <laughs> Personally, I thought it was a beautiful wedding, even though it was inside. I thought the whole setup was great. I thought, you know, it was one of the, I haven't been to very many weddings, but... Right. It was definitely up there in weddings I've seen. Okay. Just the decor and the, especially the way it all kind of like we had to improvise. Yeah, no, for flying by the seat of our pants, like you guys did awesome because we set up like most of us women's well, and you guys help hung, hang stuff up mm-hmm. and set up the whole room, and then we had to completely change it um, last minute. So I think considering. We did the best we could. I thought it, I thought yeah. it turned out really good. Yeah. Now, can I tell you which part of the day stressed me out the most? Oh, I'm assuming it's when you had to move everything from outside. No, no, no. Oh, what? And first of all, let me just say, this might have been the longest day of my life. Because I remember waking up early. We had to get dressed. Do all the... F- did we do... F- 
Yeah, we had to do photos that day. Yeah, we had so to we did do all the photos, that day, yeah. and then we had to move all the stuff. We probably moved the stuff before we got dressed. I don't remember. What whichever it was, we moved all the stuff. Yeah. We uh, and by the time the wedding came around, I was like exhausted. Yeah. And we did the wedding, and I felt like I didn't even like party as hard as I wanted to because we mostly partied the night before. Yeah, you guys partied way too, and that's another thing. Another piece of advice: Don't go overboard the night before. Yeah. Like so Save many. Save it for the night of. Yeah, so many of the guys. None of my girls did, but almost all of you guys got smashed the mm-hmm. night before. Trevor was so <laughs> intoxicated. Did they have to drag him yeah. home? No, no. So Cord was the one that got over the top drunk, and he had to be carried like up the stairs yep. to his hotel room. But Trevor was also pretty bad, and he was so bad the next day that like. Um, he was literally laying like on the stairs, and my friends are like, "Is he? Are you okay?" And he's like, "No." Yeah. <laughs> like, and he was like that the whole time, and so we were all partying, and us girls were like on the dance floor, just living it up, and none of the guys were, except for I mean, you guys tried. But. I mean, I honestly feel like me and Mac didn't go that hard. We did end up crying that night, but you, you, <laughs> yeah, the the night before. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was like one of those. I'm so happy for you, man. Like, <laughs> every every you know, guy has to have that that like cry with their bestie. Yeah, the, like I'm so happy. Yeah, so <laughs> it was fun. But anyway, the part that stressed me out the most the day of the wedding, it was not the moving the stuff. It was not just all the stuff we had to do in one day. It was well. First of all, I had to be Mr. Messenger because you couldn't see each other. Right. It was when I had to go up the stairs to Max Mom's place, look you in the face and say, I don't think we're doing this outside. Oh, yeah, that broke my heart. I know. It hurt me, too. Yeah. I was, I'm not fucking lying to you, because I didn't think you were going to freak out. Yeah. But even still, knowing I had to, like, kind of crush your dreams a little bit. Yeah. Because Mac was like, dude, this ain't happening. And I knew it wasn't going to happen. Like, yeah. It's just so cold and just kept coming down. Yeah. But to be like... You know, it's not gonna. Hey, this I don't think this is gonna happen. I was shaking. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was. Well, it wasn't yeah. like I said. I didn't think you were gonna get mad or like. Yeah. You know, blow mm-hmm. up at me, but it was just like I know what I ha- like. What I'm telling you is not something mm-hmm. you want to hear. Right. I bet that would feel terrible. Like, I a piece of me knew. I mean, obviously, the window is right there. Like I thought, they're the ones outside though, so they know better than me. But I was, I was, it made hopeful. me so, yeah, I was hopeful. I was like, okay, well, it's not for a few hours. Maybe it'll let up. And it never did. Mm. We got like, what, an hour away and it still was just coming down. So, no, don't feel bad. Like, it is what it is. I'm sure that didn't feel good to have to, I don't even remember what I said to you. I probably just, like, I think you just said, there. I think you just said, okay. Yeah, like, okay. Like, and I was just like, okay, okay, <laughs> I can live. Yeah, you like froze. Like, is everything, yeah, I mean, I tried to be as calm as possible with things. Um, like I said, in the end, I think it all ended up still being really, mm-hmm. really nice. I thought it was... It looked beautiful to me, so... Yeah, no, and I will cherish it forever. The thing that's bugging me the most is, like, people are like, oh, wow, you're never gonna forget it. Crazy storm. I was like, I wasn't gonna forget my wedding right. anyway. Like, it bothers me. You keep saying, like, oh, at least you'll never forget it. Like, honey, I wasn't gonna forget it anyway. Like, I here's guess, the way I would put it. I don't know. <laughs> At least it's a unique story. Yeah, no, it it's, is. It's uniquely different than mm-hmm. the majority of weddings that. Yeah, that's true. And um, if and if the 
rumors or not rumor but the whatever the wives tale is true of raining on your wedding day yeah that's yeah i love that you said that in your speech by the way you're like if one more person fucking says this to me <laughs> you're out of here if, if, if one more person tells me you're gone it's lucky yeah <laughs> But, I mean, if that's the case, you got a lot of downpour, so... Yeah, no, we got, I think... You should be really lucky. Yeah, we're going to be together for eternity. (laughs) But one thing you can think about, too, is down the road, in the event you decide to, like, renew your vows or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know how people do that on, like, a 10th anniversary or so, Mm -hmm. you can do it outside and plan it and do it that way again. Yeah, that's what I told him. I said, maybe in our 10 or 15 or 20, whenever, depending on where our lives are at, we could do something small and do what I've always dreamed of doing is like a fall wedding outside. Like yeah. that's what I was going to have. And then it'll but, snow again. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? Watch, oh. We'll do it on like the same day and it'll be like record breaking again. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, like, that would why? be horrible. I could see it though. Mac and I do not have good luck. Like <laughs> we, we don't, I, I feel like, I mean, good things do happen to us more than bad. But I think mainly it's weather. I feel like any time we have a plan, weather ruins it. Every time Mac goes hunting, snowstorm. When they go hunting without him, no snow. Anytime a big event, like we want to drive somewhere on a trip or we want to get married, yeah. snowstorm. <laughs> like it's, it is what it is. Maybe, maybe I'm overthinking it, but... <laughs> Maybe it's just, just timing is not. Our, yeah, our timing must of be of coincidental. Off. Yeah, convenience. I guess so. <laughs> oh yeah, the bachelor party. We put so oh, yeah. much plans into that, so much time, and I specifically. What makes me so upset is like one of my best friends couldn't be there mm-hmm. because of the timing, and it over. I was like, this is the only weekend we can go. I've always wanted to go boating with my friends. This yeah. is the only chance I'm gonna get. And I'm like, I'm sorry, Beth. Like, I'm gonna go do this, and it's not a big deal. Like, you and I will do something together, whatever. And of course, it, it was, was all choppy. How, like, yeah, how cold was it? Was it? It it was freezing. It wasn't even that. It was just the fact that the water wasn't. Well, yeah. Well, it was. Well, it was raining on and off. Oh yeah, the rain too. It, yeah. yeah, it was. It was cold. So I mean, we tried to go on the boat. I think once, and we were all miserable. Like you, you know what. I won't forget about that boat trip. Because like you said, we went out one time. We tried. Yep. And it was all right. Like, it was choppy and we all got soaking wet. Mm-hmm. But what I'll never forget is all sitting there. And it was cool for a while. You know, we're listening to music fun. and drinking. and I still had fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when this big freaking splash of water just comes raging over us and Miranda... <laughs> <laughs> It knocked her glasses off, and she was wearing a sweater, so she was, like, just soaked. soaked. And I just saw her go, I want to go back. I was like... (laughs) I want to go back. (laughs) I think it's about that time. Yeah, you never see her um, freak out about, like, anything. She's so chill, and then she was was about to lose it for... Yep. (laughs) I think it was about time for all of us to go back at that point. Oh, yeah, we were free. We couldn't have lasted much longer. But just another instance of weather ruining our plans it is what it is so we got and here's one thing i will say i think you guys have done a really really good job about it's almost textbook the way you've gone through your life you spent so much time together Mm -hmm. dating and being engaged Mm -hmm. you got married then you got the house like it's just like the perfect way of like going about it Mm -hmm. now when's the kid come involved ah you know we've 
his face. <laughs> We've talked about it, and uh, we're hoping to start trying soon. Ooh. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's always a. I always mainly Max wanted to try earlier than me. My thing is, is that you know, it's always there's always an excuse. It's mainly it's money. Mm. I've just said like, oh well, we just did this, or we need to pay for this, and so I'm like, no, we got to push it and push it. So you know, we're hoping to start trying soon. I just wanted to get some of our finances laid out and everyone keeps telling me like you're never ready to have a kid That's, nobody's ever I was ready just, I was actually just gonna say that too but yeah and especially so. from the financial aspect like right it yeah. all works out in the end but right. really you I mean people have kids and aren't as prepared as you guys have been like now you yeah. have your forever home mm-hmm. now you know you're married you've been together yeah. for you've had you've been able to spend time together mm-hmm. without a kid yeah you know. and we've done like a lot of people yeah we've taken steps that a lot of people didn't get to with their first kid I, my my dad was telling me that they didn't have anything when they had me like obviously i wasn't most of us weren't planned i feel like a lot of our generation wasn't planned and yeah they didn't have anything and i turned out okay like it right. all works out yeah so yeah hopefully soon i'm thinking max goal was to have his first kid by the time he's 30 i think we'll have our first one like a little after he turns 30 it'll be that's reasonable right around yeah right around that age so yeah. how on the table is the name dakota <laughs> for i mean here let me hear me out hear me out it's a bi-gender name okay so even if it's a boy or girl true but here's the thing we, he has a cousin named dakota right or yeah cousin he has a cousin Could be named after both of us yeah <laughs> No, okay. After his best friend and his cousin. No, I actually do really like the name Dakota, but I, I like we are, we know two people with that name and someone in the fit. Maybe we'll think about it for now, a middle name. Run a scenario by you. Okay. What if I die <laughs> tragically? Wow. Between now and then. Okay. Would Dak- I be honored? Dakota. <laughs> okay, Dakota. If you perish <laughs> in a fiery blaze. Yeah, and it's just so sad. Yes. We maybe maybe a middle, middle maybe a middle name. Yeah, a mi- <laughs> we won't put the middle name of our child as Dakota. <laughs> I like the name, like I said. Yes, if you perish, you've got it. Okay. Kid's name is Dakota. It's on. It's on record now. So. Perfect. Yep. This is a sealed. You'll deal. be looking back on this video, so sad, remembering this moment, and then this part will come up and be like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> flashback. Well, I should have worn my Powerline shirt too. I thought of, I, well, I, I literally was just sifting through my closet and I was like, ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. I was trying awesome. to like figure out what shirt fits best for the guest. Mm-hmm. And I was like, perfect. This is the definite one. Yeah. No, I love it. We all have it. His uh, Max dad and brother also have it. I know. I was oh, like, and- we should all, like, all of us who have it should all go somewhere in it. And like, someone's going to think it's like a legit band or something. I think it'd be great and act like we just came from the concert. Yeah, like, that was sick. Yeah. Did you did you guys go? And they're like, uh, there, what? there's not even concerts happening right now. Uh, yeah, power line. Like, yeah, well, we watched it on the TV. Yeah, like, it was didn't so you see cool. that guy flew onto the stage and totally ruined the show? <laughs> I think his name was Max. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then this kid came with him and they were doing some weird dance yeah it was crazy gosh i love that movie me too <laughs> it's actually probably one of my all-time favorites but i would say probably the best soundtrack for a disney movie oh yeah it's def- i i still like get excited hearing those songs they're so yeah. good yeah definitely good stuff yeah. um i you brought up hunting with mac uh-huh. you went on your first hunting trip yeah yeah that was a. Uh, 
very cold again weather yeah okay again. yeah well tell us about the like what was it like i've uh, never been hunting oh yeah maybe yeah you should come with us sometime it was it was fun um you know being the only girl that was kind of you know boys being boys but um yeah we go up there and uh i didn't really know what to expect because yeah i didn't grow up in a hunting family i've just heard stories from him and of course it's bad weather so i am pre- as prepared as it can be and they're staying in a they they have like a trailer and it it was it was freezing and it was super windy cuz the high line is just mm. so windy um but luckily we didn't have to stay the night in it with him we drove back home that night but basically we like had to hike up this giant hill and um all the guys are like wow you're doing so good like you're like really keeping up with us and i get to the top and i like and i'm like i can't breathe like it it oh my gosh it was probably like because i've been on hikes before but this but was not in the cold it, not in the cold like that already makes it harder to like yeah and I, I was trying to be tough because i was like i don't want to be like <gasps> you oh, know i'd have been a pussy yeah i tried didn't want to be i was like i don't want to be the girl or the wife that's like complaining but i couldn't feel my feet i couldn't feel my hands i couldn't breathe so i was just i was kind of miserable but it was cool it was it was beautiful up there and um mac and i like act when we separated from them and we went on this like adventure along the sides of these hills because mm. mac gets in the zone and he's like we're literally like chasing these deer up and down this hill and eventually we kind of give up and we head back and we spot some and so i got to sit right next to him as he as he shot it and it was a clean it was a pretty clean shot he died right away and they were gonna make me gut it oh. and yeah they were like brandon was like i can't wait you're gonna gut it savannah i was like no i'm not <laughs> it's not happening and so yeah mac did it and he did it really quick how fast i feel like you did it in less than 10 minutes like it was quick yeah he did great um nice. it was really it was kind of sad though because you like go up to this animal that was just alive and now it's just gone so i don't know it was kind of sad but i'm glad that i mean we used all the meat and stuff so well that's, yeah, i mean that's i mean i don't have anything against hunting so i think yeah it was cool i really liked it yeah well and it's there's something kind of special about eating the meat that you've harvested like yeah that we put the work into yeah. i walked thousands of miles to get that <laughs> yeah well you <laughs> like, see the real work that goes into it yeah no so it um and honestly like when you price it out how much did that in meat end up being it was jamie would you look that up <laughs> like 120 bucks for the whole thing and that's like and what a gosh a so hundred much pound meat. Yeah, we have like almost like a whole freezer. Like it's, it's yeah, it's we've just got meat for like a long time, so it's definitely worth it. In oh the yeah, end. yeah. And if you it keep it fun. frozen, yeah, it's good to get forever, basically. Yeah, because we got that deep freezer, and that definitely was worth it too. And yeah, it's definitely worth it. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd, I'd be interested to maybe try that out sometime. Yeah, no, I think maybe. you'd really like maybe. <laughs> Do you have any other friends that hunt, or is oh, it just Matt? Yeah. Not? yeah. A lot of them. So I'm sure you've been invited. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, actually. Maybe they just don't think you'd want to go. I'm not an outdoors person. Yeah, I guess. I like fishing and like hiking and stuff. But even then, I'm just like, you know, like I like doing this. I like doing, you know, going out to the bars and watching sports and. Right. Yeah. Not really a nature guy. (laughs) Nature. Me. (laughs) 
Mm. <laughs> we got it. That was my thing. Like, I don't think I'm ever going to be super into hunting. But I'll go with my husband once once in a while. Like, he really wants me to take Hunter's Ed. And so I'll go with him next year. And maybe I'll go. Then I'll start going, like, maybe every other year. And maybe you could go one year, too. And Yeah. I mean, I'd be, I'd be down to, like... Just try it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely something I'm open to. Yeah. So. Well, cool. I'm glad you had a good first experience. Yeah. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. Right on. Okay. All right. I love you. Bye. All right, Max leaving, so. <laughs> Bye. See ya. Man, what a real piece of <laughs> shit. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> now we can talk all the shit we want. <laughs> um, actually, I want to talk to you about uh, teaching. Mm-hmm. So, what made you want to get into that? Um, I think what made me want to get into teaching the most was when my mom went through a lot when I was Mm -hmm. a teenager. She um, wasn't with us towards the last few years I was in high school. And so I was the one helping my siblings a lot. And I would help them pick them up from school, help them with their schoolwork, take them different places. And I think that was when I realized like, oh, wow, I really do like helping kids. And so I got into, I went to MSUB only place I could afford like Mm. most of us and that was one of the options was elementary ed I was like oh gosh well maybe I would want to be a teacher or maybe you know something with kids so I started there and going through the program I just loved it and yeah no I love being a teacher they're just I just like every day I feel like I make a difference even if it's just one kid I guess so that's awesome yeah so and then I don't want you to mention the name of the school just because Right. I've had that issue before on the show. Really? Yeah, Eric works at a school, and he mentioned the name, and he's like, eh, you should probably take that out. Oh. So, right. okay. but how long have you been working there? This is my third year. Oh, cool. So, yeah, I uh, so I student taught, and then uh, I got hired in right after I completed it. I actually got hired at, like, the very end of summer, so that was stressful because I went, like, all summer without knowing if I was going to have a job or not. Yeah. I actually was applying to other districts because there's a lot of districts around District 2. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I got in, and, yeah, this is my third year, and, yeah, I love it. And Are you still doing the reading thing? Yeah, so... Um, I have a double major in elementary education and a reading specialist. Okay. So I got, I'm one of the reading interventionists at the school I teach at. Cool. So yeah, that's really fun. So it's not like an actual grade yet. Like you're not like just a. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, so I teach, um, multiple grade levels. K through So six? I teach, I teach third through fifth. Oh, okay. Yep. And so they come to me specifically for their reading time so that it's smaller group. Cause that's what, um, a lot of the schools are trying to do is they're trying to get in a lot of interventionists because there's kids that are falling behind Mm -hmm. and the classrooms are too big you can't reach every kid so they hire people like me like specialists to fill those positions to pull kids out of the classroom to dive into those those gaps that they have because they might know how to do this but they don't know how to do one other thing and so I take them and I fill in those gaps and hopefully catch them up to where they need to be cool because that's all that we're trying to do is just keep them up on their grade it doesn't always work out but we're trying our best with the funds we receive and the support we receive you know it depends a lot on that but yeah I really like it I like being a specialist because I don't have the same group of kids all day it's like that's yeah that would be 
Yeah. Very nice. I'm sure it makes it hard to learn names, though. Yeah, no, because I have so many kids. I think this year I have, um, let's see, I think I'm working with, like, over 40 kids. Okay. Which isn't as much as, like, a high school teacher or a middle school, you know, because they have, like, 20 kids per, per time. Right. But that's still quite a bit. And then I work with some grades, just one-on-one stuff, and... I'm already not that good with names. And you'd think as a teacher, I should be, but I'm not. So it takes me, especially with that many kids. But I don't know. I really like not having to have the same group all year. And I like getting to help as many kids as possible. So I think I'm going to stick with intervention as long as they'll let me do it. Right so, on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there any chance you could teach me how to read? <laughs> Pan clocks. Yeah. Well, I, I can't read. I can't read. Um, I actually got Pan. help. Pine. Pot. I, uh, I actually got held back in the second grade because I couldn't read very well. Yeah. So, but we didn't actually, we didn't have anything like what you're talking about. Yeah, they didn't. Um, I think that having specialists is, is kind of a new thing. Mm. Not super new. I don't know. But yeah, when I was a kid, I don't really think they had that either. Um, you know, I think I even struggled with reading when I was in, like, the beginning stages of elementary school, too. Um, and then I ended up catching up. Just my parents helped me out. But, um, gosh, yeah. And I know a lot of kids that got held back, too. Um, right. One of my siblings, actually, a couple of them, like, one of my siblings got held back because of his speech. And the other two are held back for learning things, too. So I'm, I'm glad we hold kids back because... There's no way that they'd be able to academically ever catch up. Right. Well, it's best to do it at a younger age because even I remember feeling like, oh, you know, Mm -hmm. my friends are going to move on without me. Right. You make new friends. And like when you're young like that, but I I would definitely hate it if I was older, like if I was in high school Mm -hmm. and then you get held back, like that sucks. Oh, that would. Yeah. I think that it takes a lot for them to hold back a kid it takes a lot anyway like Mm -hmm. and parents have to be on board like they have to take tons of steps to hold a kid back um but i feel like in high school at that point the kid probably doesn't want to be in school in the first place and sadly i don't know what the dropout rate is right now in high school but i think that's usually what ends up happening because they get lost and they have other issues going on in their life other than school that's what it always is like we you know which is really sad and Gosh, I, I should look up the dropout rate, but maybe the gap's closed a little, but I guarantee with COVID, um, it's probably gone up because right. kids have way bigger things to worry about than school, sadly. So. And what's funny is you and me actually went to school together. We did, yeah. And I, I don't remember that because you were a grade below me, right? Um, so I graduated in 13. Yeah, I was 12. And you were 12. Okay, yeah. No, I don't. I kind of flew under the radar. I wasn't. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't. I was pretty quiet. And yeah, I mean, gosh. I can't no, you're fine. <laughs> um, yeah. I I wasn't really. I, I did sports um, freshman and sophomore year and that's it. Did you? Yeah. I was in volleyball, but that was it. Oh, cool. So I, I didn't, you know, I wasn't. I never played popular kids or. Yeah. Yeah. No. Losers club. Lose. Yep. Pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> I, I pretty much just went there to have to. Mm-hmm. do my work and hang out with my friends. Like that's the one thing I miss about school is getting to see people every day, friends yeah. and mm-hmm. all that. Cause 
And being surrounded by just so many people. Yeah. You know, you have the opportunity to meet new people all the time. Yeah, I uh, I don't miss high school at all. Oh, me, me Like, me. yeah, I mean, but there are some people who genuinely, I don't want to say they peaked in high school because that's mean to say. But There are some that have. Yeah, there. I think there's people who really did thrive in that environment. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. I, I, I don't, like, I think as far as like reunions go i'm never gonna go to a school reunion and i don't feel bad about that at all i'm never gonna go like i the only people i miss are the people i still talk to yeah i mean that's kind of how i am too like i mm -hmm. all my friends from high school i'm still friends with yeah no and so i wish everyone else the best but i mean as far as like social media goes if i want to know how they're doing it's it's right right there there. like i don't need to go see him person sadly like i just and I don't care. See, I'm just... definitely going to go for the reason that everybody goes to their 10-year anniversary. And that is to just peacock and be like, see how good I'm doing? Like, <laughs> bet you didn't me. see this coming. <laughs> yeah, I mean... They're... And to gossip about all the people that we went to high school that are in jail now. <laughs> yeah, I, that's true. I guess you'd probably find a lot of a lot of gossip about people that you hated. and Especially from I... senior. Oh, yeah. There is a lot of... A lot of drama for sure. Lots of drama in my grade. I don't know much about the kids in your grade. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not going to talk crap about people because... Oh, I come mean, on. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and it makes it... It's it's so weird because it's like, why am I so... Why did I care what people thought? It's And every kid does. Yeah, I was going to say, it's that age. Yeah. You kind of grow out of that. Yeah, and I'm like, why did I think I was a loser? Because we were all losers. Like, looking back, I was like, we were all awkward, weird losers. And some of us didn't feel awkward, I guess. Maybe, like, five of us. The rest of us were all in the same boat. Right. And that's what I tell my... Because my siblings are in high school. And I'm like, don't worry. It gets better. I promise. Like... Did you ever go through, like, a phase like an emo phase or like a yeah did you <laughs> i did i went through a, a like a skater scene phase okay so like i would a, love I to lo- see pictures of that i think i have some i'll have amazing. to show you some time um so going into middle school I, I really got into like things like my chemical romance and blink 182 and like and so i wanted to and so I kind of started to like those kind of boys. Like, I like the boys in the music, and I like the boys that were kind of bad boys. And so I was like, well, I got to start acting like I'm bad. And you know me, I'm not at all. So um, I dyed my hair black, and I poofed it, and I had, like, the thick side I bang. think I have seen one of these pictures. You probably have. And I wore, I always wore bright colors and skater shoes, and I didn't skateboard. Right. Well, that was kind of the trend back then anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I still felt weird, like pretend i don't know i felt like a fake i feel i like, wore skate shoes back then too yeah okay. i never skated so. okay good so it's i still just, wear skate shoes yeah i mean they, they look cool they're so. just comfortable yeah that's true so yeah i definitely went through that phase and i think i kind of had that style up until i was um like the middle of my sophomore year and then i started to dress just kind of plain and normal i stopped wanting to because i think kids kind of do that because they they want to be different and they mm-hmm. want to kind of just stand out a little bit, stand out a little. And, and then I realized I didn't want attention. It's like, yeah. I don't want people to be commenting on my outfit or my hair. So I'm just going to take it back a notch. And I don't know. Did you have that too? Or not really? Like I've always been just like a rocker metalhead fan, you know, and I don't really remember being like that very much in high school. I kind of remember like 
maybe having like one of those wallet chains or something like that. Yeah. And like, but I never did like the the spikes or the boots or nothing like that. It was just. Yeah. I always wore band t-shirts and. Yeah. Uh, I got into wearing sunglasses when I was in high school. Like, like just in the school. Well, no, just like. On your on head your head on something. my head and stuff yeah. like that. I never really had like a. I don't think I've ever really had a fashion sense until like maybe the last couple of years. Where you're starting to feel yourself and just like, starting yeah. to kind of like actually feel like dressing up and not just wearing graphic t-shirts all the time and yeah that That's was kind of style yeah that was kind of what I did was just graphic t-shirts and baggy jeans mm-hmm. so yeah I mean I never really had like a group I was in it was just like mm-hmm. me and my friends who were just like me and like I guess you could maybe kind of put us in like the nerd group almost. I don't know. I'm, but we weren't like the super nerds. Where like, I remember there was a group of kids who every day would sit in the hallways. I don't know if you remember. There was like the second, remember, second or yeah. third floor. There was uh-huh. like a like a bench part. There was like a couple benches. They'd sit there and watch like Dragon Ball Z episodes, which I yeah. obviously like love Dragon Ball Z. Right. But yeah. I would never watch it in school. Yeah. Well, they have no shame and. Thinking back, I'm like, those were the cool kids, the ones that didn't care. That's true, actually. You know? That's a good point. I mean, I don't think I was really in a group either. Um, I was, I kind of got along with everybody, but not like popular got along with everybody. Like, I I don't know. I, I never had like, yeah, that one big click. Mm-hmm. I kind of felt like I just kind of floated everywhere. And yeah. Yeah, because I was never in sports, so I never... Yeah. Re- like, I remember specifically having friends from all groups. Like, yeah. I had emo mm-hmm. friends. I had sports friends. Mm-hmm. I just got along with everybody. And right. I'm sure there's people who I didn't get along with, but, I yeah. mean, I just kind of had friends that were in all kinds of different groups. And then I had my, you know, small net of friends that I was closest with, mm-hmm. who I'm still friends with. Yeah, that was me, too. Like, my best friend pretty much through all high school was Jessica. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, she's the one that... I pretty much care about most from high school and she's the one I still talk to like so you know I think it I don't care about the rest I'm like I don't need to see you guys ever again not because I don't like you I just just don't care I guess well I mean you move on and life goes on Mm -hmm. so back to um working with kids Mm -hmm. now we all know that kids say the darndest things. Oh, yeah. I want to know some of the funniest things you've heard come out of a kid's mouth in school. Oh, gosh, I wish you would have given me this in advance because I probably could have thought about this for a while because I have some... Gosh, I have some good stuff, man. Let me... Oh, give me a second here. Okay. Hmm. I can only imagine there's... Oh, gosh, there's so much. I mean, granted, I've only been teaching. If you include student teaching, it would be four years. So mm-hmm. I guess, you know, kind of teaching for four years with the kids. And, gosh, I say, I, I think I hear something crazy at le- every day. Yeah. And I really should just start writing it down because... That'd be a it's good just, book. It would, yeah. I bet there is something out there. Like, There's probably an anonymous page, like Facebook page where people post about, like, without saying kids' names, of course, yeah. like, say, this kid did this today, this kid did this today. Like, if there's not, I should make one. That'd be smart. Because. That would be very entertaining. Oh, it would be, yeah. Super funny. Gosh, let's see if I can think of one off the top of my head. Mm. Oh, man, there's so many. I have a lot of kids that cuss a lot. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, yeah. 
I've been called a, a biatch before. <sighs> I've, uh, <laughs> I've had, oh, I've had kids, uh, I have, um, I had a, this was just this year. Um, I have a substitute because I got sick with COVID. Mm-hmm. And when I came back, one of my students came up to me and he said, like, I got sent to the office. I'm like, oh, well, what'd you do? And he's like, nothing. I think it's because I'm brown. And I'm like, <laughs> I wow. looked at him. I was like, <laughs> honey, I don't think that's why. She wrote down that you completely disobeyed her and kept not doing what you're supposed to i don't think it has anything to do with your skin color and it was just like i don't know where he heard that from right. or what's going on but i was just it's because i'm brown that's how my nephews are too they're yeah because they're half black mm-hmm. and they're they're old enough now to know what they're saying and so they just are messing around but yeah no i'm sure i don't i mean my kiddo that I'm talking about didn't seem like super upset. Maybe he was just joking because yeah. he was, is in fifth grade. So maybe he was like trying to, you know, pull my leg a little bit, but I was like really caught off guard. I was like, I don't think so. Right. That's not, I don't know. That's pretty funny. Yeah. I, I, I kind of laughed later on, but I don't know. I I just know, you know, even for me, I'll hear kids say, things that just like throw me through a loop i'm like wow i can't believe that just came out of your mouth that's hilarious yeah no they yeah kids are they do say pretty funny i i'll keep thinking about it because i have i'm sure i have so many stories have you ever had to deal with like an incident of like a kid making an accident or like 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 a bathroom accident uh well or since i work with the older kids um, there's really not bathroom accidents, but you know, I have helped with kindergarten and stuff mm. and it's kind of amazing. Like, kids have no shame, first of all, especially yeah. the younger ones. And like, there was one kid that literally just like everything was wet. And I was like, I brought him over. I'm like, are you like, did you, what happened? Did you pee your pants? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> and I was like, uh, well, it wasn't raining. It wasn't wet anywhere. So I knew I was like, you definitely peed your pants and he's like i guess i was like yeah and we have a at our school we have extra pants and extra underwear so he was able to change but i was just like astonished because i'm picturing myself in kindergarten like how embarrassed i feel like i would have been but some kids aren't like they just do not care well you're not cool until you pee your pants (laughs) well you're not cool yeah pretty much maybe yeah i should have told them that like well now you're cool yeah (laughs) Um, oh gosh! I remember in fourth grade, this one kid. I don't know if you've had any incidents like this, but I don't even remember what happened. I think he felt like he was getting um, berated by the teacher for not knowing an answer, even though the teacher was clearly trying to help him. Mm-hmm. And this kid must have just had issues, and he went off and was like throwing chairs, and like it was kind of freaky. Like we were just all kind of like, "Whoa!" And the teacher was like, "Hey, get out of here." Oh, man. Yeah, he was, like, throwing chairs around and stuff. Have you ever had any, like, tantrums or issues like that? Yeah, I've I've definitely had. I think it really depends on the school you work at. Uh Um, But, yeah, I've definitely had incidents where kids, they just, kids have a lot of trauma. Sure. And they don't know how to regulate their emotions because they don't have, I'm not saying they don't always have parental help, but a lot of the times when kids do act like that, it's because they don't have someone at home helping learn how to regulate those emotions. And no, I've had kids push uh, desk, throw desks at me. I've Jeez. had like, 
gosh, I, I've had them throw books. I've had them, and it's and it's always over, you know. And I'm I'm pretty calm, pretty understanding. And it's just like you know, they they don't hear what they want to hear, or they misunderstand something, and they their first reaction instead of just like taking a step back or asking for help is to be violent. And that's just how what they know, because maybe that's what they've seen, mm-hmm. you know. So, but they always end up feeling. Usually, they always end up feeling bad later. And so, whatever happened with that kid that you're talking about, I don't know if did he ever exhibit that before, or was that just like out of I the think blue? It was just kind of an out of the blue, like weird. Yeah. I don't remember him being like super, yeah, super uh, disruptive like that. But yeah, no. Sometimes kids just. I mean, as adults, we have breakdowns too. So I mean, yeah. kids are allowed to do that. Um, but yeah, I've definitely had that. Kids. Have you ever done that? <laughs> have I ever? No. <laughs> yeah. Me no, I never. Uh, I never got in trouble as a kid. I never. No. I th- yeah. I don't know if I told this story on here yet, but I'll tell it again if I have it. If I have, the one time I got in trouble in school, mm-hmm. I made it all the way. To, I think it was my senior year. Mm-hmm. We had ceramics class, and this teacher was a real. B. Mm-hmm. And we already didn't really like her. And her rule was uh, you have to be in your seat when the bell rings. Oh. And this was right after our lunch. Mm-hmm. So me and my friends, we'd always go to lunch because we'd go to the career center and we'd go to lunch and then we'd go to that class. So mm-hmm. we had like an hour block that we had lunch. Mm-hmm. And um, we walk in. We're literally like steps away from our seats Mm -hmm. the bell rings and she tells all three of us to go to our go go to detention and we're like are you serious and we're like we're here we're ready to go like yeah we're here and And this was the first time this happened yeah wow and she was like nope you're supposed to be in your seats like that's the rule and i was like well guess what i'm never fucking coming back to this class ever again did you nope i all three of us put in for to have a a transfer of class oh, and we ended up just taking a study hall that cl- that period oh that stinks ceramics was fun i'm yeah. I, I, that makes me sad that just because of that simple rule that it just oh, i sucks. i already like i liked it but mm-hmm. i it i it was one of those classes i was like i can live without this yeah so we just took a study hall and m- both my friends were on on the same page as me they were like yeah i'm done with this because we already had just like didn't like her very much yeah, it's too bad when it just yeah, sometimes uh just personalities don't mesh with teacher and student and I can't imagine in like middle school and high school because that's when, you know, kids really start to argue and fight back and like well they have more they can stick up for themselves. They're almost adults and so I think I don't know what it's like to be a teacher at that, but I feel like they just need to be as strict as possible or they get walked all over. Yeah, that's a so, tough tough I'm sure that t- I don't I don't even know who you're talking about but I'm sure she was just trying to set an example for the whole class even though you guys are good kids she was probably like nope this is it this is my chance to show the whole class I'm serious like if you're not in your seat it's done and well I was so mad because it was literally the first and only time I had ever gone to detention that would stink yeah that so I was like already kind of just mad that you know mm-hmm. you got in trouble and yeah you never had yeah that would stink I've never gotten detention before whenever i'd have to like call home mm-hmm. i'd always cry why would you ever have to call home well like if you know if i did get my homework done this, i'm more thinking about like you know 
middle school, elementary school. Right. Like, if I ever had to, like, this, like, high school, I never had to, obviously. Right. But, mm-hmm. like, in middle school, elementary school, if I, I'd have to call home and be like, hey, you know, I got in trouble because I didn't finish my work, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. So, not detention, but, like, just... A phone call yeah. home mm-hmm. where it's, like... Yeah. Mostly, I'm sure it was mostly homework related. Yeah. But every time I'd start, like, just tearing up because I knew I was in trouble and I didn't want to be in trouble. I didn't want to be, like... Mm-hmm. I always wanted to be, like, good and... Yeah. Do, you know, make sure I was getting my work done. I didn't want to have to, like, call right. home. And yeah. so what I started doing once I got a cell phone was just call my phone. And even still, I would start, like, kind of choking up. Really? Just knowing I was, because like... Because you were in trouble. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm surprised that, uh, like, they, like, didn't see what you were typing in and, like, notice, like, hey, that's not the number. Well, I guess that's hard to keep track of, but I'm just thinking, like, that's funny that you thought to do that. Like, I'm just going to call my own phone. Kids have so many darn tricks. Well, and I would just be like, yeah, I got the voicemail, like, yeah. in case if they were like, well, let me talk to mm-hmm. talk to your grandma. And I was like, eh, just voicemail. Like, yeah. My favorite, did you ever, like, forge your parents' signatures on things? Never did that. Oh, I've seen some, like, I think, I haven't had one that says mom or dad, but I've seen those where kids literally, like, write where the parental signature, mom, and she, and people are like, did you really think that this, like... <laughs> Like, I I have had them where they look fake. Like, it legitimately looks like... A child's handwriting. They don't... It's not a signature. It's their mom's, like, first name. Okay. And I'm like, how embarrassing would it be if this is their signature? And so I don't want to be the person to be like, your kid did this. And they're like, this is my... That's actually my signature, yeah. So I just... I left it. I was like, good enough. Like this is fine but mom or dad that's pretty clear yeah yeah, like this is fake but i I never did that either like fake your but kids do that all the time because they don't want to get in trouble yeah you're like yeah what was your favorite subject in school um let's see i really liked like reading like when we uh like english Mm. i loved getting the chapter books and that's probably another reason reason I majored in reading. Like, I love stories. Yeah. Um, I liked when we learned about, like, mythology and stuff. I think that was one of the classes we could take. And probably anything to do with reading, honestly. Hmm. Um, I liked biology. That was pretty cool. Oh, you didn't like that I one? I hate math and science. I hated math. Yeah. Just because I'm not... My brain just doesn't work that way. Yeah. Um, but I thought science was pretty cool well okay you know what i I liked biology i did not like chemistry oh no i didn't like chemistry either even though i loved the teacher Mm -hmm. um i liked most of my high school teachers but uh chemistry was really hard for me because it's also like math too yeah and there's a lot of memorizing of certain things and i guess again my brain doesn't work that way and that was really hard but biology is different it's kind of just more memorizing things yeah like and like animals it's just and, more interesting in general yeah and chemistry never interested me like it didn't feel like something i would ever use in my life but for some people obviously you do use but i was like i'm not gonna be a chemist i'm not gonna you know so i was very unmotivated in chemistry yeah so. i was like art and history yeah, I I was really bad at history too, which oh, is weird history. because you'd think that I'd like the stories, but yeah, that's I why like, I liked it. Yeah, like these are real stories. Yeah, and no, that I I wish I liked history more. Yeah, and, and as far as like, uh, literature classes go, 
I hated reading, but I loved writing. Oh, good. like I've always I'm a terrible speller. Right. But like I've always liked story, like writing stories and like coming up with stories, mm-hmm. but not like reading them. And it's not because I don't like to read; it's just that I'm not very good. Mm-hmm. Like I'm one of those people that reads and like has to go back and reread what I just read to like understand what it was. Like mm-hmm. I don't take in the information the way it's supposed to be read. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah. So. Nah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are like that. I don't. I don't think Mac likes reading very much either. Like, especially when it's a subject that I'm not even remotely interested in. Right. If I'm reading an article about, like, a sports thing, yeah, I can Zoom freaking... through it. Yeah, yeah, I just hit the cliff notes and mm-hmm. get the idea. Yeah. But... Reading's definitely, like, a learned... Obviously a learned skill. Like, um, I think, yeah, everyone's brains learns differently or reads differently. And, gosh, I'm definitely better at reading, like, fantasy. Sure. Like, I don't... Again, like with history, like if you gave me a war novel, that would probably take me a year to get through because I just don't, not that I don't care, but I just am not interested. Yeah. Yeah, Or sports. It'd take me so long to get through that. So I think that's how everyone kind of is. Like you just, if you're not interested, that's why so many kids struggle, I think, in reading Mm -hmm. because it's hard for them to find the thing that they're connected with, like the book that they actually like. Because a lot of kids, like, they're like, I don't like it. I'm not going to do it. And I'm like, well, okay. So we have to keep trying to find that one. Like, do you remember the one book that made you finally be like, oh, I actually really like to read because of this book. Nope. Like, No? <laughs> I, I've maybe read from front to back three books in my entire life. Were they probably in high school? or? Yeah. yeah. I, I read a couple Alex Cross books, mm-hmm. James Patterson. Yeah. And I read Tim Tebow's uh, nice. autobiography. Nice. <laughs> so I think those are the only books I finished from start. Like, I, I read other books. Right. But I just, they didn't last. Yeah. And of course, there was the books we had to read in school, in like. Right, you had to read in class. The required or, reading. Yeah, uh-huh. Which I'd count those. I mean, you still read them, unless all you did was spark notes. Then. But Sometimes. you still got the, yeah, you still got the general idea of the of the book reading should be enjoyable and that's the thing that bugs me about just how we have to teach some things and we have to just keep pushing some things and subjects because we have so much material to get through that we forget that it's to enjoy like Mm -hmm. we learn to read so we can learn stories and share them and and get knowledge and it's we lose the enjoyment in it so i mean i don't read as much as i should because i'm working all the time and it's just hard to settle down but um i don't know you should try to pick out a book so maybe you and mac could have a book club can you imagine real fun okay you should really like as a prank though you should just get it like get books for you and him and be like i really want to start this book club man me and you you gotta film it though <laughs> yeah because i gotta get his reaction yeah because he'd be like seriously he would he would like, shut dude, you yeah, down Savannah so really fast. talked me into this like she's really got me interested yeah in this. now i really want to start a book club yeah. this is my new thing <laughs> yeah this is part of my new year's resolution <laughs> to read and he'll be like you're so full of it because he knows me better than me. that. yeah i yeah i feel like once you're if you didn't like it growing up it's hard to get into it but i feel like once you get once you find that one book you're like wow this is great like then you're like wow this is i'm sure i'm sure it's like a lot of things like that i'm just mm-hmm. i just don't have time for it honestly like right just, i mean you enjoy other things like you have a lot 
going on and it's, I just yeah. and that seems like a lame excuse to say I don't have time but like right it's just like starting any like movies or you know like a TV series like mm-hmm. I have a hard time doing that too like investing right. myself in like being like okay I'm gonna start this you know uh-huh. Netflix series or whatever yeah reinvest my time into something yeah. new yeah so that's how I feel about like a book it's it's an investment in time that I just am not willing to make right that's sad to say but yeah no I get it no that makes sense yeah yeah, I feel like a lot of people feel that way. And I just made that excuse too. I'm like, I should read more. And I just, I don't, I don't think I've read a whole book um, in probably like six months to a year. Dang. So, I, other than what I have to read for my teaching, obviously, but not, not my own personal book for enjoyment, just for my work. So, for sure. It's different. Yeah. Yeah. Well, should we wind this bad boy down? Yeah, sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, one reoccurring theme I've been pushing on the podcast as of late Mm -hmm. is I want to give the guests an opportunity to give give your whatever message you want to give out, a positive message to the world, or perhaps some words of encouragement or motivation, something of that sort, but something that comes from you, whether that's on a broad spectrum or, you know, something... A little bit more specific. Okay. Is there any words of advice, encouragement, motivation that you might have for the listeners? Hmm. All right. Well, gosh, with everything going on in my life and just in the world in general, uh, I think one of my favorite quotes is, in a world where you can be anything, choose to be kind. Because you never know what people are going through. And you never know the silent battles that they face every day. So I always take a step back and I choose to be kind to just about everyone. And I wish more people chose to do that because people deserve the benefit of the doubt. So that's my word of advice, especially with 2020 and 2021 is I wish we would all just choose to be a little bit more kind to each other. I think that applies even more so Mm-hmm. online oh yeah definitely social media I just think everywhere yeah i mean i agree i think even more, well mm-hmm. honestly even more so in person it's, right. it's better to be nice in person of course it's better to be nice anyway yeah i agree mm-hmm. with you completely like yeah people are just too it's too comfortable for people to be rude oh, or to yeah. be just like mean to people for no reason when you, you know especially like i said it's easy to do it online because you're not talking to mm-hmm. a real person yeah, no, people get real ballsy real quick. Well, online. you are talking to a real person, but, you know, yeah. you, you don't see them. The things I think most people say online, they would never say to somebody's face. Oh, no, not at all. And honestly, the people that um, would say stuff like that to people's face aren't usually the ones, like, for instance, my husband. He'll, <laughs> he'll tell people off. Does he care enough to do it to strangers online? Yeah. No, no, normal people don't do that. Right. It's not mentally stable to put people down especially ones you don't even know well and it's it's weird it might not be as equally you know what you're saying might not feel as as bad as if you were saying it in person but it it affects people the same it's still hurtful yeah whether it's in person or online sometimes you know i just think your your overall message is is right on like just be kind just Mm -hmm. be good to people yeah. And that just reciprocates back to you. Like everything that you put out into the universe comes back to you. So if you put out happiness and kindness, I think you receive that back in some way, shape, or form. 
Yeah, I sure hope so. At least that's working out so far. I think if we try our hardest and it'll all come back full circle. Well, if you can be happy, you know, kind to somebody, maybe they'll be kind to somebody and like oh, you yeah. start that chain reaction. So. Mm-hmm. That butterfly effect for yeah. sure. Yeah, definitely. Well, is there anything else you want to say or anything else you want to put out before we close this off? Uh, no, I had a I had a good time. Cool, I'm I, glad you came on. It was great. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe one time we'll have to have you and Mac on at the same time. I think that'd be super funny. I think that we'd have a good time feeding off of each other. I think so for too. Sure. I, mean, yeah. I just bought a third mic, so oh, that'd be great. So I can start having double guests on. Perfect. Right. We'll on. do that. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for coming on. I do appreciate it, and thank you to everybody for listening. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe. Be kind to each other. And don't forget, life's a garden. Dig it.